It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Good evening, everyone. Happy New Year. Well, New Year's Eve. It's Dad and Daughter Talking Notre Dame football back at the kitchen table. I hope we have our mic issues fixed. Took us a while to fix it today, or at least me or Maggie being patient with me. But anyway, (laughs) we are on the eve, not only of the new year, but of Notre Dame's next and final game, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl matchup that we've all been waiting for for so long, seems. So much has happened since the last game. This is like, I'm so, I'd be excited normally, but I'm more excited just because of all the changes. Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State tomorrow. But first, Maggie, how are you doing? Okay. You know, I woke up a little bit early, maybe too early this morning for college game day. Uh, so I'm a little tired. A little ex- yeah. yeah. It's been been a lot of football watching going on in this household the last week and a half or so, but uh, we're ready to roll. Let's just jump right into this Oklahoma State game. There really is nothing else for us to talk about uh, as far as Notre Dame goes. This is it. This is the only story in town. What are your general thoughts of this Oklahoma State team? I mean, Notre Dame's coming in as a one-point right now, a one-point uh, favorite in the game, so pretty even. Um, what are your, do you want to give you stats first, or do you want to just do your general thoughts? You can do stats first. Okay, so points per game, Notre Dame's averaging 35, whereas Oklahoma State's 30. Points allowed, though, Oklahoma State's only allowing 16, whereas Notre Dame's allowing 18. Pretty, pretty similar all across the board. Total yards, 415 to 402, Notre Dame with the advantage, and yards allowed. Uh, 273 to 339 with Oklahoma State with the advantage. So a slightly better defense on paper versus a slightly better offense on paper. Do you see it that way, Maggie? I don't know. I, I'm just I feel a little overly confident about this game overall, just on both sides of the ball. Um, I think that we have the better defense for sure. I I never trust Big 12 defenses, um, even though you know they are allowing less points per game. Right. Um, and also, I feel like we've really found our footing um, since the beginning of the year when we were allowing Florida State to play close with us. Um, so that might kind of hurt those stats. Um, and then also Oklahoma State's coming off a loss to Baylor in the Big 12 championship. And neither one of those teams when I was watching that game, I mean, Baylor's defense seemed really good. Um, but that was kind of the high point of that uh, matchup. So I, I feel pretty confident. Um, but I don't know. It's also a bowl game and Marcus Freeman's first game. Right, and we didn't even we kind of glanced over the the big story, which is that this is Marcus Freeman's first game, the, the beginning of an era, hopefully at Notre Dame. Uh, but if yeah, but to get to the game, if you look at Baylor, I think there is a lot of disappointment in that not winning the Big Twelve championship. They had set it themselves up with kind of getting a fortunate win against Oklahoma and, and Bedlam, um, but then going into Baylor and really just, or getting the game against Baylor and really just laying an egg. Uh, losing 21 to 16 offensive struggles and Baylor I agree with you Baylor has a good defense I don't know if they're a great defense um, we'll see against Old Miss in their bowl game um, but uh, Notre Dame I, I think uh, has a good good chance we'll talk prediction here in a minute but um, the, in thinking about the game though there's a few other things to think about uh, we can certainly talk about Marcus Freeman a little bit but um, in fact let me start with there Maggie what do you think Marcus Freeman what changes if any with Marcus Freeman and Tom Reese running the show do you see, think you'll see a more open offense a less open offense a more aggressive defense I mean will they win the toss will they not take the ball I mean what, what, I mean, little things what do you think well I hope we wouldn't take the ball I always like 
deferring. I, I mean, I guess it's kind of wrong to say considering I never experienced it because Brian Kelly always wanted the ball first. Um, but on ter- in terms of defense and offense, um, I think that it really helps that we hired our defensive coordinator. I can't – I think they might play a little tougher because they, they're playing – everyone wanted Marcus Freeman, especially the defense, um, to be the next head coach. Um, so they really want to play for him. And then offense, um, I think we'll just see the same mixture of Cone and Buckner. Hopefully maybe a little Pine. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of want Pine to play. Uh, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you with the, the coin flipping one. It's going to be a big deal. I hope they win the cost and they defer. I have been saying it long. I love to go on defense first. That's just a personal preference. I think you gain so much from going on defense first, uh, early momentum. And I hope the quarterback situation, I want to see how much Tyler Buckner do you think we're going to see? Said, I, how about this? I'll say it this way. Um, 85% of the game, 50% of the game, 20% of the game. I'm going to say, well, do I have to choose from those options? No, no. Oh, okay. You're okay. free to go. i just give you kind of a framework. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 70-30. 70-30. He's in the 70%. No, no, no. Oh, Cone with 70. Yeah, I can see that. That's a lot more Buckner than, we're, than we've been used to. But I think from what I've been, the, kind of the rumblings, I tend to agree with you. People are saying a lot of good things about him. Um, from, from, and I think the extra practice really helped him. How about our defense against this offense? Um, not the most spectacular offense in the world. In fact, they make, um, a ton of mistakes, um, or can be, uh, their quarterback Sanders has, has had issues. Anyway, I think our defense is going to line up here and, and will there be any surprises in that? We're, we're not losing anybody. We have everybody back save for, uh, Kyle Hamilton, who hasn't been with us for you know, half the season. Um, but everybody else is coming back. Um, what do, you, what do you see from the defense, especially since now Marcus Freeman is now the coach and Mike Gelson is going to be calling the plays? What do you see? Well, defensive line has been a pretty, I would say, a strong suit oh, yeah. for the past few years, um, which is the like position group that Mike Elston was in charge of. Um, so continue to see some strength in that group. Um, but then also Spencer Sanders threw four interceptions <laughs> in right. his last game. So I think our defensive backs will hopefully take advantage of that. I know Cam Hart was questionable earlier earlier this week um, with some like bruising, I think, on his legs. Um, but he's fine now. So maybe an interception from him. We've seen it in the past. I think he's one of the leaders for mm-hmm. interceptions this year. Um, or maybe like one of the young guys like um, Clarence Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, see, I see at least one interception, maybe two. Maybe one of our linebackers getting to a Jack Kaiser or something like that again. Um, I see their names defensive line, just like you said, being pretty disruptive. Uh, Myron having a good game, Heinrich having a good game. I, I just think I just think well-rounded our defense uh, should really make an imprint on this game. Um, let's talk quickly about our offensive line because there was it's an interesting topic because Josh Lug is out, but Lake Fisher is in. So your two tackles are now freshmen. Joe freshman Joe Alt, Blake Fisher. Do you think that's an upgrade? Mm, I would say it's like like for like a situation. <laughs> um, we saw Fisher very briefly in the beginning of the year, so I don't know if it's really. I mean, he's just massive, so I yeah. guess in that way, I don't know if he's bigger than Lug. I don't think many people are bigger than Lug. Not yet. I think he will be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel safe with Fisher there. I don't feel like there's a big problem. The only thing is that I saw a stat say, I think it was during one of the games yesterday, um, that Oklahoma State has the most sacks um, in FBS this year, which stresses me out a little bit considering we're starting two freshmen, but it's also Joe Alt and Blake Fisher, and I trust them enough. Yeah, and I trust our line scheme. I I, I think uh, I agree with you. What a test to come back 
but if I had to come back for this test with a freshman, I wouldn't mind having Joe Alt and Blake Fisher. And you can't really consider Joe Alt a freshman anymore. He's played pretty much the full season. So uh, that will be an interesting and, and really probably the whole game kind of hinges on that, at least Notre Dame's ability to move the ball. If they can't, uh, can't get Fisher and Alt, if they can't handle the, the edges, then, then Notre Dame's in trouble. But, but I think they will. So um, let's go to the prediction then. Let's go to a prediction. Um, I think, you know, I don't like doing predictions, right? Um, but I think I put them in every show. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you're not going to get a score from me. Um, all you're going to get, and this is even more vague than usual is just a Notre Dame win in general. Well, that's what the Vegas is saying, right? Notre Dame's a one point favorite. So Mm -hmm. you're right, right there with them. So you you think that's okay. I think Vegas is way off on this. If I was handicapping it and my handicap skills are well renowned. Um, I would have made Notre Dame at least a seven point favorite. I think they are ready to tee off on this team. Um, I think they probably might even win by three touchdowns. I really like 42 to 21, and it might not even be that close. I think Notre Dame's really going to establish themselves as a national power again in this game. Marcus Freeman, the whole thing. The good vibes are just flowing from Notre Dame. The bad vibes are flowing from Oklahoma State after that loss. You just can't get two teams almost on a different trajectory as far as their programs. Um, So that's why I I have Notre Dame winning uh, big time. All right. Players to watch, man. Offense, defense. You already talked about a few of them, but mm-hmm. um, who do you have as a player to watch in this game? So on the offensive side, offense. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with a. We say I feel like you say this every episode. A, a podcast favorite uh-huh. of Braden Lindsay. Wow. Um, I've seen him a lot in practice videos that have been circulating on the social medias. Right. Um, and I hope that he plays well and we're like, oh, maybe he'll leave. And then he's like, nope, I'm coming back to Notre Dame <laughs> next year. Um, and that's what I'm hoping will happen. And I think he'll play well. Uh, my pick, I think that's a good pick, uh, especially with his new uh, cactus tattoo that we saw him get uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. I'm going with uh, Diggs. I think he's going to have a great game at running back. I think he's going to – oh, no, Chris Tyree is going to be my pick. Chris Tyree oh. is really going to establish himself <laughs> as the starting. I think Diggs will have a good game, game as well. Um, but um, – Chris Tyree is going to be really, really the player to watch there. Explosive, maybe even a kickoff return, but I think his explosiveness will be the game changer. Um, Defensive side. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan Botello, um, who didn't play a lot of the season. And um, now that we are, you know, rounding out the end of the year, he came back. uh, And he's just always aggressive. And I think that if Oklahoma State is sacking people, then Botello can as well. Uh, and I just – I think he's going to do well. But also the defensive backs because I think interceptions are going to play a big part in this game. So you're basically calling everybody on the defense? Well, Botello and the defensive backs. Uh-huh. Okay. But earlier – okay. I'm going with Clarence Lewis. That's why I'm so testy. Because I'm going with Clarence Lewis. I think Clarence Lewis will get at least one interception. I think um, – I he just didn't rise to the level I thought he would this year. That's nothing to say he didn't have a bad season. I thought he had a pretty good season. I just think of him as an All-American type, and especially next year, I think they have two of the best defensive backs in Cam Hart and Clarence Lewis coming back. So, But I'm going with Clarence Lewis to get an interception in this game. All right. Uh, just one more question about this game, uh, Maggie, then we'll move on to some other bowl business. Um, but how important is this game to Notre Dame? Is it a hugely important game, or is it just kind of like, all right, let's move on from the Brian Kelly era, let's get this out of the way, and let's really start the Marcus Freeman era? Or is this the real start? I think it's very important, <laughs> very important. Um, as I watched the Bulls today, like the semifinals for the championship, um, I think that it's become increasingly more important just for Notre Dame's image overall 
especially with Marcus Freeman's first game as head coach. Um, it's really going to set the tone for next year when we open up with Ohio State, which is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, but also, you know, Alabama beat Cincinnati by a lot today. And there have already been rumblings about, well, if Notre Dame played, they would also get beat up right. because Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, which is logical on the surface. But we, as Notre Dame fans, know that Notre Dame progressed a lot since that team, the team that they were in, what, September, October. Um so if they win tomorrow, it kind of silences that noise, and I think it's very important to win. Yeah, I agree. I think that's all true. I think anytime Notre Dame going to win on a big national stage like this, it's going to quiet a lot of – I mean, not all of them. There's always going to be the haters out there that are give us grief. And I have to hear about how they lost to Alabama back in 2000, whenever, um, 10. Again, um, I, I don't know what I'll do. But like you said, Alabama blew out Cincinnati today. They just blow out teams. That's how it goes. Their name can reestablish themselves by blowing out Oklahoma State. And that's what I think they're going to do. So, yeah, I think it's always important. I'm with you. I think it's an important game. I don't know if I'd be too, too important, but just because even if they go, oh, my goodness, lose, um, <laughs> you know, you still have the Marcus Freeman era starting. He can build. But I think this team's a good team, too. So there you have it. All right. Speaking of the Bulls, Mags, what have been your how – you, how you like the Bulls season so far? It hasn't been great to me, honestly. <laughs> I have like a – in our family, we do the Bull Mania, Capital One, Bull Mania, ESPN picks. And I have a very harsh losing record right now because um, there's just been like a ton of upsets. And the ones that I picked to be upsets were not upsets, which has made me upset. So <laughs> um, – but, you know, it could all be turned around if Notre Dame wins tomorrow. Yeah. Did you pick Georgia or Michigan because Georgia just scored a touchdown? I did pick Michigan, but let it be known – and this might age poorly – that um, – Georgia had just gotten the ball. Michigan yeah, hasn't true. had the ball yet. That's true. So maybe it'll be a shootout. Yeah. All right. Um, I agree. What are the surprises, though, so far? I agree. The bowl season been, it's been fun. I don't know. We've watched a ton of them. What's been any surprises so far? Um, something that surprises me is not, like, the individual bowl. Well, yes, the individual bowls, but more so, like, the how the conferences are doing. Right. So the SEC, you know, Alabama just beat Cincinnati today, and that was a big win. And Georgia could win. That could really change, like, the amount of wins they have, right. but they're not doing great in terms of ranking among other conferences and bowl wins, but and neither is the ACC, but that's not that much of a surprise. Um, but the big 10 is doing amazing. So it's yeah. making me think about other picks that I have uh, this bowl season. Yeah. I, I, the SEC not winning. is kind of a surprise. The big 10 winning, both those are you're, you're right on the money with both of those. I think some of the smaller conferences did pretty well in this, um, Surprising games. North Carolina really didn't show up for South Carolina. I thought that was surprising. Um, that, that that one sticks out. Um, it's kind of and just some of the players that sat out and didn't come in and play. And I thought, well, actually, you might have actually helped yourself by playing. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I like the idea that that Bob Stoops came back to coach Oklahoma because one of the coaches, you know, Lincoln Riley had gone. I thought, well, maybe we should start doing that. Any time one of these coaches leaves, then then you should. Uh, um, we should bring up some old coach, Lou Holtz is coaching Notre Dame because <laughs> Brian Kelly left or something like that. I, I don't know. It's an interesting idea. I know Wisconsin did it a few years ago with Barry Alvarez as their coach. Uh, but All right. Speaking of Bulls and Maggie's picks, we're going to pick the New Year's, New Year's six picks, we're calling them. The game's tomorrow and maybe who wins it all. So let's, let's look at a few of these uh, games and um, go through them. Uh, Utah versus Ohio State is the first one. Who do you got, Maggie? Originally, I had Utah because I thought, well, Utah beat Oregon 
they, maybe they're like silently good. Um, but again, seeing how the, well the Big Ten's doing, even though Ohio State does have their two star wide receivers sitting out now, I think, yeah. and some like offensive linemen, I'm still picking Ohio State to win. Um, I'm not confident in it, knowing how this bowl season has gone for me, but I'm picking Ohio State. Wow, our first one is the first disagreement. I'm going Utah. Utah is going to smash Ohio State right in the face, uh, just like Michigan did and just like Oregon did. That's how you beat Ohio State. That's like how Notre Dame is going to beat Ohio State next year in their first game. I'm going Utah. I mean, Ohio State might have a three-game losing streak if they lose to Utah and then Notre Dame. So mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm not sure right. this might not be Ryan Day. I'm just going to keep saying it, Ryan Day's last game at, for Ohio State. Watch out. New Chicago Bears coach will be Ryan Day. Mm. You heard it here, maybe not first, but you heard it here. Interesting. Yes. All right, Ole Miss and Baylor. This is a fun one. You can go first to this one. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I I shouldn't because I like Dave Aranda and I like what Baylor's doing. Um, or I'm sorry, yeah, but I don't know. So I just think Matt Corral's actually going to play in the game. I think Ole Miss really wants this. Lane Kiff is going to do, you know, this means more to Ole Miss than even does to Baylor. You know, that means a lot to Baylor too. Um, so I'm going with <sighs> begrudging. I'm going with Ole Miss. I think Dave Rand is a better coach than, than Lane Kiffin, but uh, that's what I'm going with. Go ahead, Maggie. Um, yeah, I will also be going with Ole Miss just because I didn't trust the Big 12 championship at all. Yeah. I don't trust Oklahoma State as a good team. I yeah. don't trust Baylor. Might age poorly, but yeah, Ole Miss. Okay. All right, Iowa and Kentucky. Yeah, so I had to check. I had to check my picks to see because I think I was kind of on the fence. I don't have that many points on it in our family pick thing, um, but I do have I do have Iowa winning, and I can't definitively tell you why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess SEC again. So you know. Yeah, I guess even though they're both ranked teams, I believe um, Kentucky just doesn't sit right with me, just mm-hmm. as a team. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I typically like Iowa over better than I like Kentucky, I guess, but I'm going to go with Kentucky just because, just because. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was missing a few players. I, I'm not sure. Um, they just don't have zero offense. So if Kentucky can score 21 points, I think they'll probably win the game. 24 points to win the game. All right, let's go to the big one. Alabama, we've watched, just uh, beat Cincinnati pretty convincingly. Michigan's driving the ball right now in their first possession. So who knows who wins this game? Georgia is winning 7 to nothing, but it's early. Um, so what do you think? Who's going to win it all? Is it going to be Alabama? Is it going to be Michigan? Or is it going to be Georgia? And yeah. Your pick could blow up today. That's, That's true. Well, who I think is going to win it is Alabama. And I hate to say that because wow. I don't like Alabama. But who I want to win it. Well, what, give me a name. Who I want to win it is Michigan. You have the, That's really bad, too. Yeah. Right. And, and you know. There are no good choices. Yeah. As an Notre Dame, as an Notre Dame fan, I should not want Michigan to win. But I... I just don't like the SEC, I think, more than I don't dislike Michigan. So who are you picking? So I, 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 will, I will pick Michigan, I guess. I talked myself into it okay. there. Uh, you and I both could be out of this because I'm going with Georgia, and you just convinced me when you were talking. I didn't know who I was going to pick. I wasn't might have gone to Alabama, but I hate Alabama, mm-hmm. and I hate Michigan, and I just slightly dislike Georgia. So I'm going with Georgia just because. because. Don't ask me to put any money on that because I won't. Um, but – uh, Georgia is the one I'm going with. All right, so that's it for our show for the Happy New Year, everybody. Um, we're Next week, we're coming back. We're going to do our recap of the Oklahoma State game for sure. Um, other thoughts 
on the bowl season. We'll, we will talk more about the national championship there, maybe make an official pick, maybe say that. Um, and then we'll also start talking about the end of the year. We have end of the year awards to give out and our favorites and just kind of recap. So make sure you check in for that one. Also make sure you share the podcast around. We love our loyal view, loyal listeners who uh, catch the show every week. Make sure you share it around. We're trying to grow, grow, grow. All right, everybody. <laughs> Maggie, any last words? Have a good evening, everyone. All right. Go Irish. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. 